Who Put This On Season 5, Episode 41, where you watch LOL colon Last One Laughing. I'm Chris Lorenz. This is BJ. This is Noah Laffer. This is Brian. Robert Kitts. Uh, me llamo Estados Unidos de Mexico. Uh, welcome. If this is your first time listening, we watch a different reality show each week. Discuss it and rate it in all its minutiae. Uh, Rob, what show do we watch this week? Eugenio Derbez pits 10 of the best comedians in Mexico against each other in the Celebrity Showdown. As the clock counts down in this six-hour competition, their objective is to eliminate others from the house by making each other laugh. The last comedian who stays in the house without laughing wins the grand prize of 1 million pesos. That's LOL colon last one laughing on Amazon Prime. Uh, thank you, Rob. Uh, one note is that there's another LOL on Amazon Prime hosted by Rebel Wilson, which is an Australian version of the show. And Max, what was the other show we did that came out with this first? Yeah, uh, so this show is clearly a licensed reproduction of Documental on Amazon Prime Video from Japan. It's, it's an exact copy. Six hours, you know, we'll get into it. Uh, but listen to that pod. Uh, uh, some of us thought it was pretty good. Some of us didn't. You have to figure. You have to listen. Figure it out. Um, so essentially, what happens is this host. We'll get into the host. Comes in, introduces ten comedians. They give him money, a hundred thousand peso or hundred thousand pesos, which uh, all gets put into a pot. Then they do this game, which we'll get into. They try to make each other laugh, and that's the end of the episode. Somebody, one person laughs in this episode, which is not a lot. Uh, so let, let's let's pull this back a little bit. Let's talk about the host. Noah, can you tell me more about our host here? Yeah, so Eugenio Derbez, he's a Mexican actor, comedian, filmmaker. Um, he does have a meaningful claim to fame, though. Um, he, he started and wrote the most successful Spanish-language film in the U.S., not bad. Which, which uh, is instructions not included. Um, I'm okay. not familiar with it personally, uh, but clearly he's made some bank. Uh, he's had a lot of film parts. I peg him uh, for no good reason as Mexican Romano. I don't know why. He's definitely more like a Mexican uh, Adam Sandler, but you know, Romano. Whoa, that's a Let's big gulf it. between Ray Romano. And Adam Sandler. It really yeah. is. I don't have any justification for Armando. He really is much more of a Mexican Adam Sandler. But he's okay, pretty but big then. So he's huge. Which yeah. Adam Sandler, though? Old Adam Sandler or current Adam Sandler that's on Netflix all the time? It's a, it's a bit of the both. Like, I'm looking at his, his credits, right? He does, like, the Spanish uh, voice for The Grinch. The Spanish voice for the main character in The Secret Life of Pets 2. He's in Angry Birds 2. Like... Yeah, and he's actually in a lot of Adam Sandler movies. Like, so you're comparing yeah. him to the star of the movies he's a bit part in? Yeah, that is correct. Okay, just want to clarify what we're talking about here. Yeah, my comparisons are really bad on this one for Ray Romano <laughs> or Adam Sandler. They're just very, very bad. Uh, so... All right, I'm just gonna roll with it. Because we're moving on uh, from that. 
so they introduced the the ten comedians. I can give everyone's name, but I'm not sure it's really gonna matter. Like, uh, I don't give think us their archetypes, not their names. Well, I don't really. All right, Max. First person is Daniel Sosa. What is his archetype? Uh, he's a person. He's he's a generic person, along with Alex Fernandez. He also yeah. seemed like a person. Is he a person? Yeah, he he definitely was a person. Oh, I think so. You guys are missing some no, some comments here. The host tells us that all of the people are strong opponents. Yeah, <laughs> and they bring something unique to the show, yeah. which maybe we get to see in later episodes. But in the first episode, they do not bring anything unique to the show. In fact, they really don't bring anything to the show. No, I'd say the only unique person on the show is the woman who is supposedly a very good actress. Like everyone else is like a comedian. Uh, Stephanie so, Salas is her name. So the, thing no, about- the other woman, there's three of them. Uh, the first woman. Michelle? Carlos Bilarta? No, I think Michelle. I think Brian got it. Yeah. 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 Oh, Michelle. Yeah. The thing about all the comedians is that, like, they all have their acts and, like, they're all known for something in their acts. We just haven't seen it yet, except for we saw one person. They brought out, like, their luchador mask. And that's fine. Like, they have to save, like, their best stuff for for later. And everybody in the show seems like, know each other. So, like, they're all familiar. Like, oh, yeah, I've laughed at their act. Like, when they come out with that, I got to really watch out. Yeah. I mean, we can roll through the rest of these people. Uh, we got uh, Pancho Barbola, Barbolo, Barbolo. I can't, don't ask me to say it in <laughs> Mexican, Spanish because I, I, not me. Uh, we got Car, we talked about Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> it's, oh, that's not right. Is her name that's Michelle Rodriguez? I don't think no. it's Michelle Rodriguez. I'm pretty sure uh, that's a autocorrect on my phone. <laughs> when I was writing a lot of this, her... I was fighting the autocorrect. <laughs> I very... don't know what her real name is. Okay. Okay. Her first name is Michelle. Uh, Carlos Bilart- Bayarta. Mm-hmm. She was the large woman. That's her archetype, right? I don't know. So the thing. Uh, Manu Na. He's uh, the blue hair the gay person. That That's his archetype. For sure. Uh, Evil witch. Stephanie Salas was the woman that was primarily featured in the show. She had like a jumper on and she had like yep. some props she brought out. Um, she was the only one that seemed to try to be funny from what yep. I could tell. Yeah. She also seemed like she might be the most like accomplished. Like it seems like Stephanie Salas was like her character in a show. And that's why they were referring to her as that, but her real name was something else. Rob, do you have something to say about Miss Michelle? Her name is Michelle Rodriguez. I found okay. it on the IMDb. So confirmed. All right. Oh, there we go. So it wasn't. I don't think it's the same Michelle Rodriguez, though. I think it's a different Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, if you're listening to this, I don't think it's the same one. Uh, yeah, then we've got Diablito. Oh, okay. This guy brings a little special something to the show, I think. Oh, is that the guy voices. with the crazy voice? Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. Can we hear everybody's impression of this guy? I already did mine. <laughs> I just can't. I can't. Do I don't it. know how to do anything. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was really good. That was great, Brian. I think that's all we really need. Crushed it, Brian. Crushed. Mm. I, can't, I don't think I got anywhere near that. that was I great. also made myself laugh, so I'm out. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> this oh, guy. That's what people say. I have to go in here. That was oh, good that too. was pretty good, too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
This guy just talks like one of those people with like a hole in their throat for like the entire time. It's fucking nuts. So is that his natural voice or is I this like a thing he is this a put on that he's just he's committed to the bit? I have no idea. No idea. I feel like if you spoke like that permanently, you probably damage something. Like or he already did like maybe he actually did damage it, something and like he, right. he turned uh, like, he turned uh, lemons into lemonade and and you know made it uh, part of his stick. Yeah. Maybe it's like that thing when you're parents told you don't make that funny voice that like funny face because it'll stick that way and that guy just made that funny voice long enough that it was his voice now what uh, why do parents always tell you that because <laughs> they didn't want you to make a funny face <laughs> but why it could make people laugh i don't know i can get on this show and make a lot of money uh oh uh, should so, we talk about th- oh. well let's get to that after we intro all the people yeah, we gotta I, I have an update stephanie Salas is a famous mexican singer and actress like big time, um, bigger so, than the host. No, like she. So the comedian on the show just kind of looks like her. That's about it. What are you? I'm confused. So the comedian on the show, her name's not Stephanie Salas. She just happens to look like this very famous person in Mexico called Stephanie Salas. That's why people are joking about calling her Stephanie Salas. Now it makes more sense. But they, I thought they introduced her as Stephanie Salas, no? No, just people said that when she entered. Oh, okay. What is her real name then? Some IMDb, dude. You're right fucking there. Leave me alone. Uh, no, like, I, I gotta, yeah, I gotta get on that, but I don't have it right now. Yeah, we've got La Chipitos or Liliana. She was kind of an older woman. I think the one that was Stephanie Salas is Alexis de Anda. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have an Alexis on here. Yep. That's it. All right. Well, there you go. That's uh, thanks for the correction. If you're so we don't get all those emails and tweets. Uh, (laughs) So many. (laughs) Alex, our last contestant is Alex Montiel. El Scorpion. Scorpio. Whatever. Scorpion Diablo. Thank you, Brian. I miss. I don't part. remember anything. Uh, like I don't know who that person is. So let, let's talk about the money. So everyone has to bring in money. So this is kind of an interesting aspect to this, uh, where everyone has to bring in a hundred thousand pesos. Max, can you tell us how much a hundred thousand pesos is? Yes, so each person is bringing in basically 5,000 US dollars. This all goes into a pot. There's like 10 of them, including the host, and that brings the winning pot to 50,000 US dollars. No, no, no. I think so. There's there's 10 of them plus the host, which makes the winning, which makes your winnings be 50,000 USD, and you get your 5,000 back. Yeah, if you win. Okay. If there's, you win, there's, right. there's no. You get all the money, which is fifty-five thousand, which five thousand of that is you. But right. the sure. second place doesn't get anything. Third place doesn't oh. get anything. So you know, it's it's winner take all here. It's like I have two things about this money situation. One, do we really believe the contestants are putting in the money? But then, it, secondly, the show is putting in equal money as the contestants, right? Let's say the answer to the first one is yes, like. The show, like, I really thought it would be, like, only, like, five contestants 
and the shows doubling their winnings, right? Like that ratio would kind of make sense to me. This ratio like makes no sense. I'm not entirely sure on this one, but I think that it would behoove the show for them to bring in their own money because then people are like real serious. Like they really don't want to lose their, their money. Like it's one thing to not win someone else's money, but it's like something very different to lose your own money. What I'd say is on the Japanese version of the show, people seem to take it pretty seriously. Yeah. I mean, I could definitely say in the, in the Japanese version, they brought their own money on this version. I don't know. They tried to do this bit that they did in documental in the Japanese version where like shows where they got their money, but it was just a, like, a confessional about pretty much a confessional on like, I got it from my grandmother or like, it is my life savings. Like, so this show doesn't seem like it's their own money. Doesn't feel like it is. Anyone well, let's else? believe them for a second. Like the show needs to put in more money. Like this is just some bullshit that like one contestant and the show is putting in equal money. Like that's like, it really should be like everyone brings in you know, hundred thousand, and then the show is like, here's a million from our side. I mean, you're not wrong. I, I do think that that is kind of weird. Like, it's at least the Japanese version of the show. The premise, it's like kind of a narrative where the host is putting on this competition and he's putting in the money, and it's like not really about this TV show. Like, if the TV show is involved, like, obviously you should get paid for the TV show. It- like. In documental, it, according to how it's laid out, there is no money from the show. It is they each put in a hundred thousand, and that is or a million, whatever the denomination yeah. is, and that's the whole prize. So there's no implication that the show puts in any money. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't know if they put any money here either. Well, this right. one, the host is putting the hundred thousand. No, the host uh, put money in in documental as well. I. I don't think that's true. At least in season two, they did. I don't or maybe know. in season two. No. I don't remember them ever doing that. I mean, it doesn't matter, right? It's such a yeah, minor part funny. of the money. That's kind of my main comment. But so, like, I actually think like the other way where the host doesn't put in money is does feel better. Because then, like, I probably don't come up with this question, right? So now <laughs> they've kind of triggered me on this. Where like I'm like, why are they cheaping out? But it definitely raises one of the, Chris's favorite things of how fake is all this. So just like they could have each, they could have given them the hundred thousand pesos and said, "Hey, here's now you go and put it in like it's your own money." Like it'd be really easy right. to do that. I mean, everyone yeah. had it in like nice bankrolls and like nice neat folded like things. So like, they had to hide it in different places. It just all looked like the same. Like they came from the same spot. They were all yeah, like it's kind the of bank. The currency. Like, if- but like, if all of us had to go get five thousand dollars right now, all of our cash would also look the same because all of yeah, us would go yeah. to a bank and get it. I mean, obviously, I don't have that kind of cash set around. But like, right? So <laughs> like, all, like, it, like the same situation. Like, if the six of us needed like five thousand dollars of cash, we'd all go to the bank. It would all get end up looking similar. But like, if you're a comedian that's going on the road a lot, like, I, what are you getting paid in cash? Like, or do you, do you I think don't that's know, how maybe. I no, think you have to go scrounge up money from someone like, hey, I need a thousand dollars. I like need a thousand dollars from you. Can I borrow a thousand dollars from this other person? Like it could like theoretically look different. No. Theoretically. 
Yeah, theoretically it could look different for you too. But like I'm just like, just like it's when people need this kind of cash, especially like this money obviously must mean more in Mexico, right? Like they they kind of make make it clearer on the show that that's the case. Like it's not the cash that they had; they all had to go to the bank to get it. Okay. All right. Whatever. I'm done with this. Brian, explain to me the game that this actually is. Give me the minutia, the rules. Okay. The host is sitting in a room watching like all the cameras around the room. As everybody's trying to make one another laugh, if he spots somebody on the camera that's laughing, he's going to stop everything. He's going to come in and give a card. It'll either be a yellow card if it's your first offense or a red card after your second, after which you're exiled from the house. The person after six hours left in like who has not been ejected wins. If there are more, there's more than one people at the end of six hours, then they're going to do a tiebreaker. I know in documental, they had like a tally of, Oh, you eliminated X number of people. You win. I don't know what they're, they didn't seem to indicate that they were using the same method here. So I don't know what they're going to do. They just didn't clarify what the tiebreaker would be. They're just going to hide it, which I think is a, a miss. Like, Knowing that people have to go on the offensive uh, adds more excitement to the show. But they still need to do that. Like they still need to go on the offense because like they don't know what the tiebreaker is going to be. I think there's just going to be a tiebreaker thing like that, like two or three people would have to do. I don't think that like the tiebreaker was based on the six hour event. I think it was like at six hours, they'll do a tiebreaker. So um, I know one of the seasons of documental they started scoring people on how much you got other people out. So yeah. it awarded people who were more uh, proactive, right. which I think is the right way to do it. Yeah, that's what Brian was saying. Uh, right. yeah. yeah, that definitely seems like, as we'll get into, I think, right now, is that we see, like, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes of this competition, and it's real boring. Like, no one is funny. No one's laughing. Yeah, I, I, think, I, like- I, I think that's why, because... In documental, people are coming out hot, right? They are going at it from the beginning. It's because they know you get the offensive points, right? And if there's more people at the beginning, it's a higher rate your jokes that land with someone, making someone laugh. Where here, they don't have an incentive. And so it's more just like, hold my steady, don't laugh. Right. I don't think, like, if you should have, like, two, like, so, like, I'll get the cards in a second, but like, uh, like you can take two cards, right? Like, or second strike and you're out, basically. Um, if you get someone out, you should get an extra strike ability, right? Like that—that's how important it should be. Then you would really have people going all over the place. Yeah, I mean, it didn't seem like people were trying that hard. That's, that's really what it came down to. Like, we saw somebody in a penis hat, like. I, I mean, Documental might, had a lot of weird prop comedy. Like. I know. The prop comedy really is kind of what you have to do, but, like, you gotta, like, you can't just come out in a penis hat and that's your only thing. Like, well, the thing, is, doc, thing about Documental, like, the first season, I don't think they had any tiebreaker by scoring offensive points. But this first season Documental had this guy named Jimmy who was just, he went on the offensive in such a weird way and then he just started laughing at himself and he was the first one out. And, like, but that, I think, 
really got it going. And there's no one who's just, you know, kamikazing themselves Jimmy style here. And I think that I think the problem might just be like these are just they don't have the right people. Yeah. I mean, on that note, the one laugh we did see was somebody laughing at themselves. Did they laugh? I thought that was highly questionable. I definitely, I thought you just smiled. Uh, at this smile. point, when you're an hour into a six-hour event and no one has laughed, that's a laugh. Right. Yeah, that's fair that, like, the show, like, show has to keep dropping the bar on what is a laugh to get the show moving. But in normal life, I am not considering that a laugh. I think it was a chuckle. Like, it I, was a I, small, like, <laughs> smile and, like, <laughs> like. I think that's, just, I'm with Brian on this one. I think it was a small laugh. Wasn't like a laugh that you would say is a laugh, but like if we were having a competition, that'd at least be half a point. Which at this level, it's a point. Cause... Uh, yeah. I have another comment about the card situation. This, like, maybe like, probably the five of you won't care, but like they don't use yellow and red cards correctly. Like, why have a stick if you're not going to do it correctly? There's no straight reds. And the second one is a straight red, not a second yellow. Like, what's going on? Why don't they know how these cards work? They, like, clearly, like, the Mexican show, most of these, like, some of these people must be watching football growing up, at least. Like, what is going on here? Uh, Max, I feel like in Documental, there might have been some straight red cards. Do you remember? No, I think it's always, I think they have an orange card where it's just, like, first strike, second strike, third strike. I remember the first time I saw an orange card. I was like, wait, what the fuck is going on here? I don't, I, I like that better. At least they're not trying to like, like, if someone just like loses their shit, there needs to be a straight ride. Well, the, the thing in Documental is, I think the host said, oh, maybe I'll give you the straight red card. You don't know. And then that never happened. It was always one strike, right. two strike, three strike. <laughs> <laughs> They, yeah, they tried to make it seem like there was some uh, nuance to what you were getting, and it never happened. So I somewhat respect that this show is like, you're going to get just, you're gonna get a warning, and then you're going to get the real one, and that's the way it is. And I, I like the yellow, using the yellow-red cards for that. More things need to use the yellow-red card system. That's a good system. It is. I think they'll do it at work. I think they'll give people <laughs> yellow cards at work. <laughs> Scrum, you take it too long. Yellow card. Yeah. Move on. Uh, yeah. So, do you're right, Rob? That like I think that the fatal mistake a lot of people make in this show is that they make themselves laugh. Like they go into a bit, and then they like they're prepped to laugh because it's their bit, and then they laugh because they're like ready to laugh. Like, and you gotta really watch yourself. Yeah. Part of also like telling a joke is you can also laugh with the audience because then laughter is contagious. So you have to restrain yourself. That's something they're used to. Yeah, def- definitely. I've, I would definitely not do well in the show at all. Uh, so let's talk about some of our bits that we saw. Uh, let's let's do favorite bit. Brian, what was your favorite bit? Uh. I'd have to say, like, the cigarette delivery with just, like, the penis coming out of it. I had no idea what was going to come out of it. I probably should have guessed, but... Is that a bit? I guessed yeah. a bit. Wait, That's wait, wait. You should have guessed that a small penis was going to come out of the <laughs> cigarette box? Well, like, I mean, who... Like, something something not cigarettes is going to come out, clearly. 
But then, like, what is it? Is it going to be vulgar? Is it going to be just something like super random? Like some of the more I thought it would be like like a bunch of streamers would pop up. Yeah, that would that, be funny. That would my yeah. joke. That would. If like a glitter bomb happened, that'd be pretty good. I feel exactly. like a couple oh, people would be yeah, immediate glitter up. bomb. Or I think it would be funny to do like fireworks, some sort of firecrackers. <laughs> Probably <laughs> not the best, but. <laughs> Even with the glitter bomb, I think like you can easily get it in someone's eye, and not the problem. <laughs> yeah, but trying to they're not afraid of hurting each other. That's the thing. It's fine. I, I feel like that's what you really got to go for is the physical pain um, that someone's not expecting. I think that's where you're gonna get people. Uh, I think we'll have to get into some of our favorite documental bits after this. But uh, Ooh, yeah, Rob, what? Explain your favorite bit for us. Can I say I had no favorite bit? All these bits were garbage. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Explain a bit then that happened on the show. Explain a bit that happened on the show. So El Scorpion put on a Mexican uh, wrestling mask, which the, the host seemed to recognize it. So this might be part of his bit. because The host was like, oh, it's too soon. It's too soon for it to come out. Uh, and then he just like... And he just went and talked to people with the mask on. I didn't really get what, like, the... Like, I thought it was a wrestling mask. He was going to, like, you know, start strutting around like The Rock or something and, like, threaten to pick people up, and that didn't happen. So I didn't really know where he was going with that. Um, Noah, explain your favorite bit or a bit. Noah's not paying attention. I am DJ. paying attention. Um, yeah, you look busy, though. Attacked by a savage beast. Um, so... I, I, I was trying to think. I, I think the best bit for me was um, when I forgot who was giving a massage to Manu. Uh, but he starts talking about, like, which kind of parties do you go to? Do you go to, like, the good-looking people parties? Um, and I think that had the opportunity to make the most laughter because he was trying to make Manu feel uncomfortable. Manu's trying to throw jokes back at him about having sex with Ricky Martin. Um, so I feel like there, there was like the most Kindle in the fire there, even though it didn't really make a spark. Uh, Vijay, explain your favorite bit. Okay, so a like either I don't didn't understand the comedy, or it's just not my type of comedy. Where like there's not really they're just trying to do like weird slapstick physical things. Um, but my actual favorite bit of comedy in the entire episode was when they asked the one guy how he got the money, and he says. I definitely had to get it from my sugar daddy. Don't ask me what I had to do. I had to be in a wheelchair for three days. Sure. All right. Max, what's what's your favorite bit? Uh, you know, it's like asking to find my favorite piece of shit in a pile of shit. But uh, you could just explain a bit for me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, some guy absorbs, you know, sucks up some helium and the first thing he says is like Hakuna Matata. And I thought that was a good, good choice. Well, I think he says that he sounds he sound like, like Timon. Timon. Right? Yeah. Um, and he kind of did, to be fair to him. Uh, my favorite bit was, I think it was Alex Fernandez or one of the nondescript guys comes in and like reads off these cards. And he's like, this is what makes me laugh. Like trying to prep everyone to laugh. And then proceeds to make up words, and like one of the words was like, uh, in like getting embalmed or like so, something really weird, and like everyone around was like, "Are you sure that's what that?" 
and I thought that was pretty good dialogue that could have started some laughter. I thought that was probably um, the best bit on the show that uh, hasn't been gone over. It's a, it's a bit with uh, potential, I would say. Yeah. They just but, don't get into that much conversation, I feel. Like, all the conversation just seemed like they just got out. Like, not like, and it's not edited that much. Like, the show, the whole thing only lasts six hours, and like, there's enough episode time for that. So, I don't well, really know what's going on. But we saw, like, at some point they showed the clock, and it was like a half hour into this, into this six hour thing. And, like, they had, like, just started the clock, like, five, ten minutes ago in the show so like they skipped over like 20 minutes of probably terrible bits that no one laughed at yeah um so i mean that that's really it like the show we watched one episode and it's just not funny do you think it picks up do you think like they just you, you know the they took an hour to get going and then after an hour then they, then they, they hit their stride but they, they got the better props out, you know, and it, it, it started to started to work. I think there's a there's a great probability that it gets better, but does it get good? Mm. I don't think so. Like the next time on or this season on, did it look funny? Like there was no, if funny. you had funny things, you would put it there. The one other thing I had is like, you know, the host is always watching the people on those yeah, yeah, like quad screen set up and he's watching the folks, whatever, he's in like the next room or whatever. They should like they should do like a panel there. Right? Sure, like yeah. if there were two, three people chatting about the people, I feel like it, like they could also create some comedy. Whereas the host kind of just says stuff right now, which is really not adding any value. Like the host is kind of useless in the show. So we could talk about the comparison of the documental host here. Uh, the documental host was like a million was, I'd say a hundred percent better or like a million times better. Yeah. Uh, he like the host. the host needs to do is be the laugh track. He needs to be the one sitting there laughing. So we feel okay laughing. And then that that's funny in that room. And this dude just like, a, I just don't think things were funny. So he didn't have things to laugh at is right. probably the problem. That's he's nothing to say. He's got nothing to do because people are being born. But that's why I think if there was a panel, they could crack jokes about the people, and at least that would be funny. Well, that's not like the role is for the people in the room to be funny. Like making the show, like you got to pick better people. You right. can't just pick these schlups like you did. It's really true. Like in documental, one thing is like. You hear laughing going on all the time. It's just like, wait, is someone laughing? And it's just, it's the host, and they have his audio on, and he's just cracking up constantly yeah. he's at everything a going blast on. on that show. Yeah, he's just providing a lot of energy. He's providing like the like ready to laugh kind of mentality you need to be to watch the show. And this guy's not, but he also doesn't have a whole lot to laugh at. So. Yeah. And like his confessionals were good too. Like we talked about this host, like every person he introduced is like, oh, he's such a tough competitor. This is an interesting one. And the, the documental conf- host confessionals were actually like kind of interesting and in how he was thinking about the competition. And they definitely also lead into this is my competition. I, I found these people and I set it up, which I think is a nice gimmick. Yeah. Like it, it, the Japanese version feels much more like it's his club. And it's like, hey, this is for uh, pride. 
like we're doing some money so you you you, you give a shit but like this is just because we fucking love this where this feels much more like a game show this just Even feels all like these people uh, knew each other like all these folks seem to know each other so you would think that would create some like you know good vibes in the house but it didn't pan out or create some bad vibes but it created no vibes it's very weird right um it just feels like a poor carbon copy of doc- it's like literally a carbon copy of documental but you like didn't ruin everything but you didn't make anything better you made things worse like you don't have your own spin on it you like your spin is the same but the people aren't as funny the host isn't as good so what did you do why did you do this to us this is one of the most starkly similar yet different we've compared a couple of shows before like uk versus the u.s how far is tattoo far usually they're like different enough that they have their own thing going on this one they're exactly the same show it's just people on this one are good and the people on this one are bad it's Maybe. game shows have this usually right the game shows usually you have them like syndicated across countries and they give you the same exact vibe and like actually they end up being the similar quality but in this case somehow same vibe terrible quality yeah like the vibe is is slightly off, uh, but it, it's it's mostly just throwing people. Like the way it's like the credits for documental, was this really kind of weird thing of two people, and it seems like they're gonna fight, and then one of them like makes the other one laugh, and then goes to an extra of the skeleton, and the skeleton explodes, and it's just so like over the top, but it's kind of funny. And this one was this weird like wacky kind of funny music and just you know oh this is this a goofy show kind of thing and it's just like it's like no you're not like documental had this weird super seriousness that was funny because it was too serious and this show is like oh we're this wacky funny show but it's like then it's just boring <laughs> you do bring a good point there is definitely a different tone going on here yeah. it's just like the bits are like and the people in them like there's definitely, I don't know, just like you got so much more character out of the people in the show. Like these people seem so boring. Uh, so I go watch Documental. Like that's just like if you're interested, watch that. Although I, I do think Documental also starts out kind of slow too. So like It does. I think season one was a little slow. Season two, like once they realized that, oh, we got to start eliminating people, everybody just start camp- coming out swinging. And, but I don't think it really hit this group of people uh if you're watching season one start from episode two that's kind of when the action really starts but so just to be clear like documental episode one is just the intros of the people and the competition doesn't start and then the competition starts with episode two pretty much i think there's like five minutes of competition in episode one yeah at the end barely well there's our recommendation let's uh, let's go to questions let's just do these some, some questions here we got who's the worst human being um, is it the host for getting all these boring people together or is it I like a it, contestant that's just did something bad? I think it's the host by default. You just don't know who these people, anything about these other people. Nobody I mean, like, particularly awful. It, uh, sort of in the confessional. And again, like this is with the assumption that I'm believing everything that they're saying one person says that they stole money to be on the show from their family from their grandma yeah right that seems pretty (laughs) terrible 
Yeah, I, I I think that wins. I think that's the nomination. I mean, I think he borrowed the money and he was just joking. It was a joke. Stole it. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, you can't joke about stealing from your grandma. Okay. <laughs> I, I guess you that's just, that's can. just can't do it. I think you definitely can. That is you can definitely on the joke table. about that. Yeah. Well, maybe Noah's the worst person on this podcast. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we took a vote. No problem. Uh, is this the apex downgrade for the host? He's Adam Sandler, dude. This is definitely can't be the apex. What are you talking about? <laughs> I've heard he's some sort of Ray Romano, Adam Sandler combo. Damn straight. His yeah. apex was clearly Jack and Jill. <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking oh, Jack sorry. and Jill is that TV show Jack and Jill which I like do you, any of you even know about that TV show no, no. I have no idea oh, I can't like, even think of it some shitty ass show Jack and Jill were like the only interesting part like or like you know what they thought was interesting was like Jack was the girl Jill was the guy because he's like she's like Jacqueline and his last name is Jill or something and that was like the only interesting fact about is it a, about kids going into the forest? No, it's just that's like, Hansel and Gretel. Oh, whatever. Jack and Jill went up the hill. Yeah. <laughs> the hill did not have a forest. You know, Jack and Jill went into the forest and found, you know, the witch and ate the whatever. All right. Uh, we are kind of whatever binge were baffling and cringeworthy. We're done with the minutia. Uh, let's get I, I, got one, I got one minutia thing. You want minutia? Minor minutia for so us? So this is a this is an Amazon show, and it starts off by the people getting Amazon branded envelopes with Amazon tablets inside, <laughs> which has the, which has the uh, invitation from the host as a video on it. I'm just like it's just, you're laying it on a little thick, Amazon. <laughs> to be clear, we only saw like two of those people, so like. We saw at least four people with tablets. They were they were moving that along. There wasn't a whole lot of like ten intros of these people getting these tablets. Uh, Brian, what what do you got for us? I got another one. So when that dude, I think Alex was like describing like some of the words that like made him laugh. Like it sparked a little discussion, but in the subtitles, the word smegma was thrown around, and that is the second time I've heard that word in my life. And I did not think it was going to be on this show. Smegma. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyone else have any other minutiae they want to talk about? All right. Let's get into drinking rules. Uh, you got to take a drink for every bit that doesn't make you laugh. And then take a drink for every bit that does make you laugh. Okay, here's the problem, though. I don't know. Like, sometimes it's obvious. Sometimes I didn't know if it was a bit or not. <laughs> Look, when they put on the penis hat, that's a bit. I Like... Putting on a prop should not be called a bit. Like that's a, be that, a that's bit. definitely a bit. That's a bit in like this is like a prop comedy like central. I mean, you I gotta do like, the comedy as well. You can't just be like prop comedy has two parts: prop and comedy. You can't just prop it and not do the comedy. <laughs> well, well, that's part the whole, of, uh, the, the whole thing with the show is like they put the prop on and then they let for it to sink and then like they wait for it and how it interact rather than come out swinging. Right. So, like, part of the part of the like comedy is to come out and act like normal, even though you're in like a Godzilla mat, a Godzilla suit, and you just like start talking about strawberry pudding. I don't know, like, what the fuck? I that then it's funny that you're out there, like, acting like a normal person. Like, that could be part of your bit, or like you start acting like grandma. I don't know, like that. That's what I wanted out of the show, and I and I didn't get it. 
Uh, Max, give me your drinking roll. I, I I got nothing. VJ, you have a drinking roll? Does anyone have nope. a drinking roll? I'm, I'm shocked VJ did not throw out the every time the host calls someone a tough competitor, you got to take a drink. Oh. Yeah, like the, the reason I, I didn't think of it too much was like that only lasts, you know. It's only for, for the first episode. First episode, you know, part of the episode. It's not like a regular recurring thing. Brian, yeah. do you have a drink? Drink every time you see a penis or like penis prop. Ooh, that's a good one. Do you think people get naked in this show like they did in documentaries? Yes. Or is that a Japanese thing? I don't think I, so. I think it's going to happen. I don't think they get naked. I don't think it's all. I think it's part of their contract. Not They've already thrown out the word sexual harassment too many times for that to happen. Uh, also, we didn't really see any of it in the next time on. I, I think that's something that you don't hold back on. I think that was the whole next time on a documental. It was just like, these guys are getting real <laughs> naked. Watch the next episode. Noah, give me a drink and roll. Yeah, so drink and roll for me is every time they talk about shit or like mm. poop, uh, drink. Uh, I think an easy one everyone missed is like drink when anyone gets a card, yellow or red card, you know? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Uh Um, You could drink every time they drink a beer out of their fridge full of Coronas. Mm. How much do you think Corona paid for that? Not that much. (laughs) Maybe Uh, Amazon paid Corona to just, (laughs) can we just have some Coronas? Uh, (laughs) The the documental, like the next time on, the like, the most intriguing, it was so weird. Because it was some guy bent over with his ass out and another guy next to him with like a, a giant rubber band. And you're like, what, what it like, what kind of show is this? And that was the next time on that really tees you up. Unlike this show when the next time on was couldn't even tell you. The, the documentary the next time on just was like just a, such a slap in the face like uh, what what was that? <laughs> yeah, just exponentially crazier than what you just watched. You gotta see more. Uh, yeah. So production schedule obviously a day filmed in six hours or whatever. Uh, How is- fake are the Amazon tablet parts? Like, you know, are they filming it the same day or you know? Are, uh-, uh, maybe it's a two day event. You come in beforehand to do some some like q and I, I don't know because they could spill into another day to do some of the confessionals like hey what were you feeling during this thing um so maybe you film the, the like tablet piece and the confessionals the second day like that's probably how i would schedule it you come in for a weekend yeah <laughs> that makes sense uh so obviously documental is the better parent here uh, this is a ugly stepchild. Don't don't watch this one. Um, let's get in. Oh, would this show be better as a queeby? Uh, I, I think, think the way the show I, could be better. I don't think the show could be as good as a queeby, unless you like really change the format. Maybe that'd be better. Like instead of six hours, like um, I know that the Impractical Jokers is a similar bit, and it's like I don't know. Ha, it's like a third of their show so and then this could be pretty funny so this this could be good as a could be like if they like they, they have to come out swinging like that's kind of the thing like like it has to be really hard-hitting jokes if you're gonna make it shorter i mean it's just got to be like so 
the impractical jokers have four people and they just sit around and then they tell somebody, once somebody laughs, they're out, then you just keep moving until there's one winner. It's got to be, you got to be, you got to be hit here. Um, so I, I think he can be. Let's get on to our last question. Let's do our ratings. We do a stack ranking system where we got top, middle, bottom, and some people stack inside their stacks. Uh, Brian, what do you got for me? Bottom third. I'm I'm immediately going to go watch Documental to erase this from my mind. Uh, Rob, give it to me. Yeah, it's got to be bottom third. I'm like, part of me is is holding out like, oh, should we watch like one more episode and see if it picks up? And But like <laughs> nothing interesting happened in this whole show. And it, it's just, it's no good. Noah, what do you got for me? Uh, I am on a different page as all of you. I think this will pick up. I have high hopes. Um, so I'm putting, honestly, I don't think this delivered as much as we wanted to. Um, I think the introductions could have been a lot better to tease out more of the characters. I am putting this in the middle, uh, solid middle. Um, I think this will improve. Um, I think we got something here. So I'm going to watch more and I will, uh, uh, report back on how it is. I'm worried, but excited to hear back. <laughs> uh, VJ, what do you got for me? Well, first, I just want to, like, when Noah said, I'm on a different page from all of you, and then he started going about how, like, he's going to pick up, I really thought he was doing a bit. I really thought he was going to be like, psyched. <laughs> it's obviously bottom third. <laughs> right? So that's how much, uh, that's how negative I think of the show. Um, like, I, one thing we've discussed is, like, if you'd watch it again or not, like, that, it, like, we decided to watch two episodes, and then we, I, like, I, I wanted to just walk away. I was... I was really done. I was like really contemplating after watching one episode. I'm like, hey, I'll just tell you guys I'll see you next week. So like, that's how bad I think it is. But I don't hate the people, right? I feel like I don't feel disgusted. I don't feel like terrible. So, so middle of the bottom. Uh, Max, what do you got for me? Uh, bottom third. Bottom of the bottom. This was one of the most rancid turds we've ever seen. Oh, those, those are strong words. Um, I did not laugh once. Agreed. Uh, I chuckled at the penis hat. I'm not going to lie. Um, uh, I, I, la- I laughed at you describing you. That. that was funnier than the entire show. <laughs> Dorley. Oh, that's, that's so fair. sad. Um, you know, it's so sad because Documental is a top, top top tier show like oh it's, yeah it's, it's so yeah. good and then the show to de- besmirch documental so bad it's got to go in the bottom like i can't believe this is a bottom because this is such a good idea and such a good bit and they just you know they put like 10 of us if you put all of us in a room they could be funnier than this and like, what are they doing sometimes maybe you need to get less professionals or something i i, I don't know is terrible casting and ugh. anyway uh that's it for this show uh brian you have a shout out this week i do not uh rob you have a shout out this week i don't have a shout out but i want to know what do we think the rebel wilson version is is that is that one better or worse than this one i was gonna uh, say do we have to watch it <laughs> uh so what I six can, let's do it i can tell you that Amazon has two and a half stars for the show and has two and a half stars for the Rebel oh Wilson boy. version. Ugh. How many stars for a documentary? I don't know. 
I didn't look. One second. All right. Thank you, Brian. Uh, uh, Noah, uh, you have a sh- or Rob? Did you give your shout out? Four stars. I don't have a. I don't have a shout out this week. All right. Noah, you have a shout out this week. Yeah, I'm gonna give a shout out to Big Mouth. Um, not a new show, just new to me. Uh, pretty enjoyable. Um, has a heavy hitting cast, which I did not know about. Um, so yeah, big, big Mouth on Netflix. Vijay, you have a shout out this week. Uh, continuing to watch Snowpiercer, still continues to be good. So yeah, people should watch it. Max, you got a shout out this week. Uh, shout out to this week's the challenge for being a dumb piece of shit. Oh yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't expect them to do that. They always do this. Is there a Redemption House? Is, is the Redemption no, House show up? No, no. Max, they, explain. Okay. They tease you when all season they fall into a nice format of you have a challenge with everybody and then you have elimination with two people. And this last episode, they just had the challenge. They didn't have the elimination at the end. So they fucked it all up. I agree with the pain point there. The episode wasn't bad. It was interesting. It wasn't like it was dragging. There was still a decent amount of drama. To be clear, Max, somebody did leave the show. So... Chris, I swear to fucking God. <laughs> I also hate that. So uh, my shout out this week is we talked about Young Rock last week, I believe. And uh, episode two was real good. So I really I think it's I think it's I think it's looking up. Uh, I would uh, give it a shout out. And I'd also shout out Documental. You listen to this whole thing. You watch episode one. You could tell the show is bad, but Documental season one, episode two, do it up. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Song. You can find us on Facebook.com. So shoot with us on. You can ask questions and suggestions at Song at gmail.com. And we'll see you guys next time. I still have this curiosity to like see like what episode two could be. Because like maybe it'll, really- like shake something off. I don't know. I, I think there's like a double problem here. We're like, we're like, A, like, you know, people weren't funny or like, like, you know, compounding problem. Like, like people weren't funny, but then like, we're not getting some of the cultural jokes. And then also like, because we're reading subtitles, maybe we're not getting the right inflection. So like, we're missing out on that. So like, you know, like it, it does take more over subtitles to get your point across, especially comedy, that- right? And like some people are good enough to overcome that. That's good for them. But clearly these people are, you know, we're not even sure if they would be good otherwise. So I did think about that, but they also told a lot of jokes. One might be better for us, not better overall, but better for us. I had that thought when I was reading subtitles, I was like, man, they're going fast. I can't see their facial expressions, which is like, it was pretty fast. Yeah. And we're trying to take notes, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is just a lot." Yeah, yeah. Um, and like every time they, I like, like look down to take a note, like I, I felt like I missed two two sentences, right? Like there was no yep. time. They also told a lot of like geographical, like cultural jokes, and I was like, "I don't get those because I'm not Mexican, so oh. I like that's whatever. I can't deal with that." It wasn't right. too but many. Everything else is okay. Just that, like that, hair, the hairy tongue.
No, 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 no. no. There was a lot like about like where they lived and everything. Oh yeah. There was yeah, a, okay. right. Is it above? Is it below? Is it above? like what's going on? And like, it, and, and there I were really a lot of references think, like different places too. I really think given if you're using the right words for that conversation, it can be funny, and without the right words, it's not funny. Yeah. Uh yeah. See, like I like all the arguments, but documental is funny. It's all the same problems. They, no, 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 it's they not, didn't, like, no, no, no. Saying, like, they didn't dive into those. They dive into I, what? I, like, sorry, B. No, no, I was saying, Chris, that like, the, like the you can stuff. overcome, you can overcome these things. Yeah, yeah. You just have to be bad. really funny. If you you just have to be really good. So like, that's gonna like, it makes it, it just puts you at a disadvantage for us as viewers. That's it. There's not. There's definitely like an aspect of like the Japanese show is very prop heavy. And this show hasn't been very prop heavy. So like the props will translate a lot easier because they're props. They're not like, they're like, you know, or people doing like weird humor. I don't know. Like so, physical humor. Whereas like here, there's a lot of, you know, talking, which isn't, doesn't translate as well. I think that the people on documental were like way more creative. Like my favorite joke still by far was somebody, one contestant, brought in a picture of someone from their family who had like a buck tooth. Like they had a funny face. They were trying to like make other people laugh from it. Fine. Another contestant took that photo, cut out the face from it, like put it somewhere random and was just like, Hey, go, yo, come over here and take a look at this. And then like, they just look burst out laughing. Like it was just such a surprise. Like that was creativity. Great. Oh yeah. I mean, the Japanese show is better in every way. Let's be clear. But I think, that, like no has a like you guys have a point like it could be better like but the next time on wasn't better like right like your next yeah. time on's gotta have something <laughs> the worst <laughs> shows have a good next time on it also sucks because like you don't want the next on to be a good one in this case because it'll just like reveal some good jokes it's like right. the whole movie trailer problem yeah yeah but here's this is why you do it Brian this gets you to watch yeah. episode two. This is why what you really need is a situation where there's so many good jokes that ruining a couple of them doesn't matter.